Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And happy Friday. I know you need a Friday because I need a Friday. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where, man, even in our little mole holes, the world keeps finding us no matter how hard we try. Yeah, it's kind of impossible to escape the world uh, this week. Uh, our, our things are not going to be the uh, the usual lighthearted uh, escape from reality, uh, but they are definitely things. Yeah, we are thrilled, as always, to be here with you. It is. I was just saying before the show started that it is already such a relief to be among the It's a Thing family because it's just like kind of exactly the hug, the like the the soft landing that I think we all need this week. Um, but we cannot, although we often do walk on by the real world, we can't do it this week. We can't do it. We're going we're gonna to do it in our own way, though. We're and- going to do it in our own way. My first thing, we'll do it by a little bit of a victory lap about Korean culture. (laughs) I know. I know. I've been the one uh, kind of telling you like, hey, you know, Korean drama, Mm K-pop, kimchi. K-beauty. Yeah, K-beauty. All the good Uh, stuff. Well, the K-pop stands uh, started on Monday. I put this in the bullpen on Monday and it only got better after that. On Monday, uh, overwhelming a Dallas police app that asked for video of protesters with instead video of K-pop. <laughs> there were also video of Animal Crossing. Um, another, and this is video of protesters, not video of looters, not video of people breaking the law. It was asking for video of protesters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, to arrest. And, to and so the K- yeah. protesting. The K-pop stands uh, flooded in and it didn't end there. Uh, for the rest of the week, hashtags that people felt uh, might not be uh, in the best of intentions mm-hmm. uh, were, were, they, were they, they summoned the K-pop army and said, hey, can you flood this with happy people singing instead of <laughs> hate filled spewing? And it happened. Uh, it happened. It's pretty amazing. It is like the greatest. uh I don't, I mean, they're the greatest thing on the internet. Like, it's just so incredible because the power cannot be underrated. Like, I was, I was talking about this on the other show. I was like, you don't understand that K pop stands are the most powerful force on the internet. You I think, think they there are, are other really forces are. out there. Yeah. But there aren't. And then I saw this incredible text where somebody, oh God, I have to find it and, and post and get it right because it was incredible. It was like somebody posted, the White House, I think, was like President Trump's birthday. I mean, what were they thinking? President Trump's birthday is coming up. You can wish him a happy birthday and by sending him a personal video message. What could go wrong? <laughs> and so, <laughs> and and honestly, if I were to get uh, a a K-pop uh, fan cam 
as a video for my birthday, I'd be perfectly happy. I, I would be stoked, yes. And so this guy, James Cobb, tweeted, and he was like, how do I summon the K-pop stands? Hashtag Jungkook. Will that do it? Did I do it? <laughs> Just like you put it out there. And then there's this like one response. Dioni-san. And it says, we got your message. <laughs> and it's like, it's as thrilling as the end scene of an action movie when the, like, I mean, it's just like, uh oh, here they come. Uh, the, 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 the icing on the cake for me uh, was yesterday when Jordan Peele just tweeted heart emoji hashtag K pop stands. Like, I mean, seriously. Yeah. It is like incredible and so delightful. And frankly, like, there's something, I mean, I know that the day is going to come like six days from now when I'm going to quick cl- click on like White Lives Matter or whatever and it's going to be all the horrible stuff. But for now, it's like you can click without fear when you see these insane hashtags trending. And then you're like, oh, it's just a bunch of cute videos of K-pop. Oh, look, it's Twice. It's Blackpink. It's BTS. It's Xinhua. It's IU. And then some little message that's like, don't be so racist. (laughs) I love it. And I don't know, man. Like That music is just so positive. And there are problems in the K-pop industry like there are problems in every music industry don't, don't we're not trying to sugarcoat it uh, no come on but, but yeah exactly but the the spirit of the music itself is just so fun i mean go go listen do yourself a favor go listen to yellow card by iu it's, okay i'll be back it's oh, wonderful. oh not me i'll play it for you after the show it's, okay please it's, do because it's, it's so great it's just great it's just wonderful uh it is so great um I'm going to switch the order of these for a minute and say that a thing a thing that's been a thing for a long time actually is Black Twitter as oh, its yeah. own specific entity and place for culture and learning and amazing stuff and just like interesting people and whatever. But now it's like and and actually this is something that might have been a thing otherwise this idea of amplify either, you know, amplify a good thing or try not to amplify a bad thing. That is a thing. And right now, there is this sort of like move afoot to amplify Black Twitter to say, like, these are the voices that you should be listening to right now, either because they're organizing protest or they are telling you like it is or there is just like information to be had there that you can't get anywhere else. And on Tuesday, uh, Jenny Josephson, known to our community by many, I think, producer extraordinaire, had this incredible... Because she's not the only one. It's so funny. Like, I know that Black Twitter became a thing because all these people I know were like, hey, who should I follow? Like, I don't follow enough Black voices on Twitter. Who should I follow? And it just so happens. And I about two years ago or so, I, I, I did that. Like, I was like, duck, duck, go. Who should I follow on Black Twitter? Um, and Jenny Josephson made, and we'll have this in the show notes, a great list on Tuesday. Just to be like, I am amplifying all these different voices. And I have to say, like, go follow all of them if you don't already. And if it is an, a thing that will add to your experience and your life, if you will learn or be challenged. And especially right now, like, it's just a there are so many viewpoints and there's so much discomfort that has to, like, be felt. And I, I don't know. I think it's just easy. Like, you really realize your bubble when you step outside your bubble so if you're in the bubble just start following black twitter you will learn a lot you will cry a lot you will get really angry um 
It's, but I, I think it's like really amplify. It's, a, it's always important to be outside of your bubble, right? Yeah. And yeah. If, you, if up until now you just have been meaning to get around to following some different voices, this is, this is a great time. There is not a better time to start. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Don't feel bad that you weren't before. Just do it now and go go find some people. And and this list is is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. You can also just and there are many others. Put it look, into Google. Look, look around whatever your go. whatever your fan arena is in and look for those voices and go. Well, wait, why wasn't I following that person? Why wasn't yeah. I following that person? Listen to the podcast, the TV shows, the actors, the directors, uh, and say like, oh wait a minute, you know, I guess I never thought about looking into what that person said. I mean, I think that's just a good pattern to get into on social media. You uh, you will change your perception of Twitter, Facebook, etc. if you prune an ad. Find yeah. different voices and add them. Uh and prune the ones that are not helping. Yep. Definitely prune the ones who are not helping. Yep. In the 2010s, the Guardian had this great article actually on the the sort of like the force and the thing that is 10 of uh, black Twitter. They say a merciless watchdog for problematic behavior. <laughs> but but they quote this UVA pro- professor, Meredith Clark, who says, like, this decade wouldn't be the same without black Twitter. There was there's Oscar so white. There's uh, yeah. police killings. Of course, there are hashtags like say her name. There's like the the time when they got Kevin Hart to drop out of the Oscars. I mean, black Twitter is a force. It's- and a good way to just like listen just it's oh, it's a great way to listen and a good way to just be up on something and know about something, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh that too. You've heard me talk about the Snobo S cast uh from time to time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have mentioned the SMR podcast. Uh I talked about the versus battles because I heard about it on Snobo S cast. The reason I knew about Snobo S cast was because I followed the SMR podcast. And the reason I followed the SMR podcast is a friend Allison Sheridan told me about their show because Allison was out there looking for other voices like it cascades mm-hmm. and, and because I know those people, then I was able to do other things that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known. I'm like, who do I talk to? Oh, I know who to talk to because I met these other people. Like it's really important to just start doing that. Yep, exactly. Just listen now more than ever. Uh, and, and read. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, that's my, my next thing, uh, because this is a thing right now are lists of books to read, to educate yourself on racism, on anti-racism, on privilege and why privileges shouldn't be a bad word. It should be a word that you use to recognize something that you can use for good or ill. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a great list, uh, that I was referred to by the reading glasses podcast, uh, on bookshop.org of just how to use your privilege to dismantle racism and white supremacy. Uh, one of the books I keep hearing over and over recommended is called White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. Yeah. Uh, and there are loads of others on this list, and I'll we'll have it in the show notes. But book lists are like, here, here are some things to read. And again, you don't have to take it as like, now you have to go do your homework, read all of these books and memorize them. It's, hey, if you want something to help you figure out what's going on and educate you about things you would otherwise not know about. Here are some resources you might want to check out. Yeah. Also go do your homework. I mean, really? Like, I think that it's actually okay to say that. I think it's okay for us to be like, I don't, so many people that I know right now are either like, I don't know what to do. I don't know the right thing to do. And then your tendency is to want to call your black friend and ask, don't do that. And 
I uh, or I feel defensive or I feel confused or I feel angry or I feel this or whatever. There's a little bit of homework that you can do and it's okay. Yeah, I just book is like the, the reason I said right it doesn't have to be homework is that as soon as you say that, people are go, oh, that sounds hard and I don't want to do it, even if they well, don't yeah. say it out loud. Right. And it's like, do this as much as you need to. Right. This isn't like a task that you have to yeah. check off, uh, you know, like and hand it in. This is for your own good. OK, well, yes, that is true. But I am. But I do think that, like, it's easy not to do the work and. It's there. It's there to be done. And frankly, it will, it will like, look, if you're a fan of the things that we do, you're obviously the kind of person who likes to learn stuff. Yeah. So maybe you don't have to see it as homework. You just have to see it as like evolution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yep. and I think the biggest advantage to these book lists going around is, is they're exposing uh, resources that people just didn't know were there. Yeah. Totally. Or thought like, oh, that's that's what like academics read, right? That that's what people who are into it read. Well, guess what? Like Molly's saying, we should all be into it. Our other show, actually, <laughs> Marketplace, had a, a story on how these books all like it was sort of both depressing and not depressing because it was booksellers saying, Oh yeah, this happens every time. Right? Like every time that there's a shooting mm-hmm. and a protest, for example, white fragility pops to the top and everybody wants to buy it. But there's also like children's books. And actually all these booksellers were saying this this does somehow feel different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really interesting. There's that one. There's those lists. And then actually the one a friend gave me recently that I haven't started yet. It's called Born a Crime. And it's uh, anyway. Yeah, there there's it. That one's going to be a little bit of homework. It's going to be a little work to get through. because It's not like comfortable to read, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it's it, you're not you're not reading these because you want you know something to pass away the afternoon. <laughs> right, exactly. Is, these are not beach reads. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's not hammock time. Yeah. Now, um, now that said, or, sorry, even, that's Trevor Noah's. I was thinking, sorry, Trevor Noah's is Born a Crime, which is ah, a okay. wonderful book, and my son read it and it was incredible. I'm thinking of a different one. Damn it! I'll try to I'll try to remember the name of it. It's got a similar, somewhat similar title. In addition, I'm so dumb. Anyway. <laughs> no, you're not, because <laughs> you couldn't I'm remember so a title. Tired. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all a little tired. I think we, I think you could, you can, you could pass. <sighs> I think that one's forgivable. Yes. Uh, what I was going to add is that you know there is these these lists are very helpful. There are also lists that are not that are beach reads. They are science fiction and fantasy. They are just fun stuff. Yeah, uh, and by black authors and. You know, there's lots of those lists out there, too. And and those are also good to look at and say, like, oh, OK, well, maybe I haven't exposed myself to these authors who write great stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, slightly self self-promoting or congratulatory or whatever sword and laser. Uh, Veronica Belmont has been doing an amazing job of those kinds of posts on our sword and laser Instagram. Like, you know, here are black authors to read. Some of them we've read for sword and laser. Some of them we haven't. Um, so look for those as well. And if you're like, oh, I'm not into science fiction and fantasy, look for them in romance, uh, look for them in thriller, look for them in mystery, look for them in anything, look for music and movies and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Step outside the bubble now more than ever. Um, and then slightly off topic, but I think is important because like, I don't know about the rest of you, but I am upset. And everybody is upset and people have been upset for a long time. And what I have noticed is that they are all turning to the same thing. And I know you think I'm going to say alcohol at this point, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm actually going to say 
melatonin. America's sleep aid in these troubled times. Uh, that's a Have good you one. noticed this? Are you uh, seeing this everywhere? No, I haven't really noticed the uptick in the melatonin. Tell me so, about it. Melatonin has been a thing for a long I mean, time. Yeah, it, it definitely sure. was a it's been a thing, especially for like kids who can't sleep, because people were like, Oh, it's like a it's like a vitamin, you know. I mean it, mm-hmm. it started to be a thing for uh jet lag. And oh then yeah, it was like I've used it for, for jet lag. It works. It works. I love it. I think it's amazing. Um, and then it became a kid a thing for kids who either had some version of ADHD or ADD or just or some kind of hyperactivity uh, to help them sleep. And then I was always like, well, I keep it in the house just in case, but I don't want to like get to. I'm I'm kind of a weird sleep purist. I'm a good sleeper, and I don't want to screw it up. But honestly, these days. Not only do I take it all the time, but I've like seen people tweeting about it constantly. Like I think that everyone at this point is just like, um, what, whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, Tsubasa but- points out something good. Uh, because it is a supplement, uh, you do want to make sure that, you know, maybe consult with your doctor what your dosage should be because there's mm-hmm. all kinds of milligrams out there and dosages. And you, the you know, you, you, you want to get the right one. It's not particularly dangerous. It's not that kind of thing no, it's uh, like a little vitamin type thing. yeah but like anything if you take it in the wrong amounts it could have unanticipated effects so you know that that's just your mileage may vary that's that's normal uh behavior but uh but that said yeah at least in the united states you can get it off the shelf it's easy it's easy oh, to yeah. find we buy it in one and a half milligram doses like small or three and a half three milligram i think uh stamped from the beginning that's the book thank you lara in the Discord. That's the one that basically is this like massive uh <laughs> trying to dispel the idea. Some it like in the description is some Americans cling desperately to the myth that we are living in a post racial society. Probably not anymore. But for a while people were. Yeah, we were lied to as children. I don't know about you, but I was. Oh oh certainly. Well and we also thought that you know, the election of Barack Obama made everything better. I mean, we really did. We were just like, yeah, that's that we're, we're making a lot of progress. White Americans really did think that. And we weren't. And then we went way hard in the other direction. Uh, yes, since we're doing corrections, uh, I called it yellow card. Uh, it's BB is the name of the song by IU that I mentioned earlier. She says yellow C-A-R-D in the lyrics, but it's B-B-I-B-B-I. BBI, BBI. Okay. Beep, beep. Like beep, beep. Yes, cute. Oh, yeah. It's so cheerful. There are a bunch of um, K pop songs on Beat Saber. <laughs> My favorite oh, thing really? in the world. Nice. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the extra packs. And it is, it's like delightful. One thing about K pop that I find kind of like jarring in an awesome way is that I don't, there's something about it where I, it's like, it's like when you can't quite hear a conversation. Like I keep thinking that it's English, but it's not. But I can't tell what they're saying. Well, and they do throw in English words regularly. And then they throw in too. English words yeah. regularly. And sometimes even entire, like, one of the singers on a duo uh-huh. will be singing all in English. And so then it just creates this, like, brain. But it's like, it becomes like a hook, like a little brain teaser. Like when you eat yeah, tapioca yeah. and you're like, I think I hate this, but I keep doing it. <laughs> it's just like that. It's so weird. All right, let's get to your things. Uh, Samantha yes. has thoughts listening to episode 114. 
Uh, thought number one from Samantha on the millennial thing. And I realize I will sound like a millennial yelling at the wind. <laughs> I had some feedback. I'm 37 and I'm at the leading end of the age group deemed millennial. And I've struggled with it the entire time because none of the stereotypes fit. Most of the people in my immediate age range feel exactly the same. So I was laughing when you specifically called out 37 year old millennials yelling at Gen Z. I've been yelling at younger millennials instead, including my kid sister born in 1988. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. On the individual level, the generation thing rarely works. Like there's always exceptions. That's hilarious. Samantha also says Phineas and Ferb do rock. I have an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old. We watched it when the 11-year-old was little and loved it. Then we got rid of cable and it went away. When Disney Plus came out, we started watching again and watch it all the time now. We are very much looking forward to the movie. Oh, true. True story. And then three of three from Samantha. Everything you talked about with getting through the summer is so true. There's no summer camp for my girls this year. Knowing how much money we're saving not paying for camp, we asked the girls to put together wish lists for fun summer stuff to keep them occupied. Both a pool and a projector and screen were on their lists. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm super sad. It's like 45 and windy outside. I was all excited to set up my my screen. (laughs) Oh, really? It's 45? Oh, my gosh. Well, no, it's like. 60 okay yeah but it feels like 45 yeah um fordo is also catching up which is awesome she says sign of the times out for a walk before curfew and listening to the podcast i'm so behind and i was looking at my usual serious news podcast that i'm just not into the mood to listen to tonight too emotionally tired with all the upheaval surrounding racial injustice apologies in advance fordo And then she says, I saw it's a thing and my heart leapt and my shoulders relaxed. I know you guys love doing this, but wanted you to know it was truly is an oasis in the desert for me tonight. I'm very much looking forward to my walks with you in the coming days. Coincidentally, got a text about the new NYC curfew time just as I was taking a screenshot of the podcast to give you the visual. I was going to take a new screenshot, but thought, nah, this (laughs) juxtaposition works tonight. Also, I still have a flash fidget spinner on my nightstand. Wow. My nephew doesn't even use it anymore. It's all me. Oh, and she says, thanks again, guys. So glad you're doing this podcast again. Oh, we're thanks. Th- th- thank you for being mm-hmm. here with the messages on the podcast again. It's like <laughs> plurk, old times. Plurk, 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 I can't even talk. Uh, Brian has some Cameron Mitchell love uh, says hey Tom and Molly I was delighted (laughs) when you mentioned Space Mutiny in last week's episode as it was one of my favorite episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000 in it Cameron Mitchell places the plays the commander of a spaceship that looks nothing like the 1978 version of Battlestar Galactica wink Uh, he has a puffy white beard and the Santa jokes are great Oh, my goodness. You guys really do know everything. That is amazing. And then Brian is getting his drink on and says, I just wanted to send along a thank you for the new tip on butterfly pea flower tea. Here's my drink of butterfly pea flower tea cubes, lemonade, and absolute citron vodka. And by the way, it is beautiful. It's layered. Oh, my God. The ice cubes. That is so smart. Yeah. I love that. Because as the cubes melt, then they get all then they purple. change. It's a purple swirl. Oh, good job. Oh, that's good work, incredible. Ryan. That is incredible. All right, folks. Uh, normally, the shout outs are the highlight of the show. And, uh, and, and we understand that. And we will force Rich to continue to be amazing <laughs> uh, and create them. But this week, uh, Rich had the idea that maybe we... Um, Donate funds from the shout out patrons to the Color of Change organization. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 
we'll give the shout outs to Eric Duncan, Andrew, Esther Pena, Brad Sparks, Gabriel Cohen, Jake Woods, Louis St. Amore, and Mike Akins. Uh, but we're, we're just going to, we're going to take that funding uh, for this week and, and add it to color of change. Now, if you want to be in on that, don't change to shout out level because next week that won't happen. <laughs> you would, you would be, you would be doing it for the wrong reason. Uh, just give directly to color of change. If you're yeah. like, Oh, I want to do that too. Just go give them the money uh, directly and and tell folks a little bit about what color of change is. Yeah, it's it. Color of change is, is basically uh, they design campaigns. Like they advocate in media where everything's right. Social media campaigns, um, actual like brand campaigns media they fund like blavity which is a a, um, black media site and advocate for direct action and racial justice so go check it out colorofchange.org uh and uh and and help them out if you can yep and or anywhere you want to go right yeah right no absolutely any racial justice organization you want right now um but yes, they also do like petitions and things like that, like rent freezes and moratorium on evictions in the pre in the <laughs> or when it was just pandemic advocate advocacy, um, racial justice advocacy group. Boy, things have really changed on it's a thing today. But thanks for bearing with us, you guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for supporting it uh, on Patreon anywhere else. It is the best part of the week. It's the best part of the week, even when it's real. Yeah. Uh, these were legitimate things. This is what the world is this week. Uh, is uh, it's a thing, just re- reflects it. Uh, and we get that reflection from you. So keep him honest, your things. Feedback at it's a thing.me. See you next week. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.